What up, world? Welcome to another episode of the AOV Podcast. My name is Prince. I am your host, and today's guest is Brian Chorsky, aka Brian X Flores on Instagram from the Bay Area. Brian, what's up, brother? Let's ride. What's up, Prince? Uh, just chilling, man. How you doing? Doing well. Just keep wrapping up a long day's work. It's already dark out, but hey, we've got we've got a good section ahead of us, don't we? Oh, we do, bro. We do. We do. Why don't you let the community know a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, my name's Brian. Prince already informed y'all, but um, yeah, I'm living out here in San Francisco, right in the city. Interesting twist, probably from most people you're talking to, but I'm, you know, I've got a full-time job and a lot of what I do is in my, in my free time. So I thought that might be a cool sort of niche to hit. Yeah, a little bit about more about me. I, I'm actually not from the West Coast, and I had big dreams to come out here as a kid. I grew up in small town Wisconsin. I went to school in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and kind of had this vision of definitely moving somewhere anywhere west of Colorado. Made that happen and have been working sort of in the marketing ecosystem for a good year and a half now. And um, on the side, I've been sort of hustling out this photography business. So a lot of really cool things happening. So I'm happy to be here today and share some stuff with everyone. Absolutely, man. I'm stoked to have you. And uh, it's it's funny that you said, unlike everyone else, you know, like I have a full-time job. Actually, <laughs> actually most people you're talking most, to don't. Most people do? on, yeah, most people on the huh. podcast have full-time jobs. So that goes back to what you and I were chatting about a little earlier about it's tough, dude. Like, yeah, try, cut try, time, man. Trying to go full time, man. Like, I mean, you see these guys, 200,000, 300,000, 400,000 followers, and you see them traveling and doing their thing. And, and you would assume and imagine that they're definitely full time. But, dude, most of these guys are rocking full time jobs and just grinding on the side like you, man, just side hustle. And it's <laughs> so I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not any different. I'm just one, no. of, I'm just one of the bunch. Yeah, man. Just <laughs> everyone's putting in that work trying to, you know, trying to get to where they want to be. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's all love, dude. It's it's good to have you on. So uh, why don't you let me know how you got into photography in the first place? Yeah, man. I I think what inspired me the most is, and this is actually how I describe it to most people when they ask me why I care about photography and why I do it, is I took a really great five month study abroad trip. Um, I was living in Lyon, France, with a host family for five months and. Um, got to go to school there for a little bit and it was a lot of fun. And I traveled a hell of a lot of Western Europe and even parts of North Africa. And, um, I was just snapping iPhone bangers for like five months. And I got back and wanted to edit some of the photos, got on Visco. That was, that was a lot of fun for me. And I didn't really understand what all of the intricacies of photography were until um, somebody encouraged me to pick up a camera six months after I got back. And then I got into Lightroom and all the cool stuff you can do in there. And shortly thereafter, I actually made the leap and drove out to San Francisco from Minneapolis to start my full-time career and settle down here for what's been the past year and a half. So I would say that's sort of my story of bringing photography into my life and you know now it's like a big part of it and I hold it dearly to me so it's been that was sort of the inspiration for it was spending some time in Europe and Morocco was a really cool trip for me too dude I bet Morocco is insane I've seen some beautiful images from Morocco it's it's kind of crazy going back and 
sort of reliving these moments in time where you wish you would have had your your setup with you and could sort of go back and really really photograph it but it's also a time where I was you know and it still am today very present and just relishing those amazing moments and scenes and the people you're with and fellow travelers and it was it was so cool to have that be sort of the reason why I sort of do what I do today Absolutely. Morocco, but yeah sidebar Morocco is absolutely gnarly that that was easily <laughs> my favorite trip of all time um may, maybe right up there with Thailand where I was recently and um yeah a lot of inspiration was picked up from visiting Morocco that was that was an insane trip of <laughs> a lot of a lot of broken memories pieced together <laughs> that's exciting man yeah. i'm glad to hear you had a good time in morocco it's a really cool way to to get a start in photography what was the turning point to where you know so you went to morocco you had a blast you shot on iphone you got back you played around in visco your friend convinced you to get a dslr <laughs> you pick up yep. a camera at what point does brian say you know what was the catalyst to being like i want to do this like you know, I, I'm enjoying my job, but there's, there's more. And I want yep. this, like, you know, what was that catalyst? What was that moment? Man. So I, um, I started off photographing parts of Northern Minnesota, which I can't say I've seen a whole lot of people really post up about on social media. And it's, it's an insanely beautiful area. Um, fall colors up there are really amazing. The summers are beautiful. And that, um, a couple of trips to the North shore of Minnesota up past Duluth area were some, that was kind of a turning point for me. I started taking night sky shots. I saw a little bit of Northern lights up there and I was just blown away with how beautiful it was and how dope it looked on my camera and was like, damn, okay, like, let's, let's start doing this a little more. And then a couple months later, I, you know, got a call from um, a company out in the Bay area that said they wanted to bring me on. And I took a long drive out to, San Francisco via a pit stop in Denver and was photographing along that way with my 2001 Buick Century whip. Oh, <laughs> Still have bro. it. Dude, Buicks are, dude, Buicks are so boss. Like, grandparents get it right. I don't care who you are. If you laugh, it's only because you've never ridden in a Buick. Man, you and you never get Buick, pulled you know. over because they assume you're an old man driving the never. riding sofa. It's crazy. Those things never. are comfy. <laughs> And I don't know if you know, but um, they they made them with like a middle like passenger seat, so you can ride six deep legally in a Buick Dude, <laughs> comfortably. It's kind of crazy. That's so boss. I've always wanted like a uh, an old school truck with the one seat, just so like my girlfriend oh, can man. sit right next to me. Like I always yeah. just <laughs> I always just think those photos are so cool when I see those couples driving. Yeah. Dude's cruising, his lady's right next to him, and they're just, you know. <laughs> Maximum comfort, man. Pack it in. It's a long ride. Might as well be close. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I I took that trip out from Minneapolis to San Francisco, and I think I stopped in, like, parts of Denver um, outside of there and stopped um, in Moab, which was really cool. I saw the meteor shower there. I think it was, like, 2016, and that was pretty crazy. And then – sort of really dedicated myself to the craft once I was in the Bay Area because, as you know, there's just an absurd amount of really beautiful stuff out here to see from Big Sur South to some Redwood Groves North and obviously everything from the Eastern Sierra to Yosemite is just absolutely gorgeous. So having all of this at my disposal 
compared to being in the Midwest where I had basically that drive two hours north to the North Shore was my only, you know, escape from the city and like dry, you know, sort of flat land and the Midwest was kind of a big change for me. And it was like, damn, I have all this beautiful stuff to see and I'm just going to run crazy for the next year or so photographing it and spending it with really cool people that I been fortunate to meet out here and that has been sort of my story as to how photography has played a role in my life cool dude i love it man what do you think about i guess how so you're on instagram obviously brian explores how social media helped you out as a photographer yeah i'd say the biggest role instagram and i guess social media as a whole has played is been able it's i mean this is obviously the golden answer for most people but connecting with others I've been on trips exclusively with people I've met off of Instagram. I went to Thailand recently and met up with two dudes out there that I had been DMing with for, you know, a while before hanging out. And I just, I didn't plan, I didn't buy a ticket knowing they were there, but I bought this ticket. And one of my buddies, Dan, was out there chilling for like the past month. And we hung out for a couple of weeks. And another buddy of mine, who's also Brian, was out there for, um, we hung out for a week and we ended up like assembling this pretty insane adventure squad of like eight people just via their friends. They met at hostels out there to a buddy of mine, Zach, that came with me from the Bay Area. And it was kind of crazy to see social media play such a crucial role in bringing all of us together and allowing us to have this absolutely baller time out in the country where you wouldn't think Instagram would be roping people together. It's, it's pretty cool to see all that come to life. It is. It is. Uh, I think that's definitely the most special thing about Instagram is, is being able to connect people like, you know, we're going down to San Francisco. Sadly, you won't be there this weekend, but yeah, uh, obviously we're going to utilize our Instagram to uh, let the community know, like, Hey, oh, absolutely. One, one story shout out and you have 20, 20 to 50 people messaging you wanting to hang out. And I mean, that's, it's crazy how the world works these days. And you can, in a matter of like 30 minutes, throw together a pretty rad crew of people with a following as large as yours. So that's pretty remarkable and just a huge tool to leverage. It's wild, man. Yeah. We live in some exciting times. huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you've hit all these trips, you're meeting lots of cool guys why do you want to, you had, you had told me that you wanted, you know, you'd like to go full-time at some point in the future. Why do you want to go full-time? Yeah, there's just an insane amount of life to be lived. I can't say I, you know, have this, have this dream to do it full-time for the rest of my life, but maybe dedicate a couple of years. And if I'm lucky, like five years to being able to put out client work and, go to go ski on like a Monday or Tuesday when, you know, the resorts are super crowded on a Saturday or Sunday and just avoid everyday sort of cyclical life like that. And just sort of be your own boss, make your own plans. I is something I really want to be able to do and incorporate a lot of travel in there is just a very amazing luxury to be able to build out and have. And I, I think it's an attainable thing to work toward. What's your, what's your big dream? Like yeah. the biggest dream you can think of. I want you to say it out loud. That way that we can all hold you accountable. <laughs> yeah. I've, and I've talked about this with a handful of my friends and um, a couple of mine are, have, you know, sort of done this already, but take like a 
six to 12 month bender and go travel to Southeast Asia and beyond. Um, I I'm desperate to go back to Southeast Asia and be able to afford doing that by doing, you know, a fair amount of projects on the road and, um, be able to hang out there for like six to 12 months is definitely something I want to be able to do and be able to support myself doing that. So it's on the record, Prince, you heard it here. Well, let me ask you this. What's, <laughs> what's keeping you from doing that now? What's keeping me from doing that now? So I just started a full-time role with a really, really cool company who actually helps entrepreneurs like you and I, um, it's called Indiegogo and we're, I thought you were trying to funding. hide the company or something. Like, <laughs> you, can you not say the company? It's a really no, cool company. No, okay. it's an it's an insanely cool company, and I'm really proud to be here. You should. So we com- cool. we compete we compete directly with Kickstarter in this crowdfunding space. Where, if you know, as if, if you viewers are not sure what crowdfunding or Indiegogo do, we help support entrepreneurs by allowing them to raise funds on our site to be able to have the financial backing they need to produce more products and be able to build out their businesses. And, and a lot of you guys are probably sort of in this same space where you're trying to do that with whatever it is, your photography or, you know, whatever side hustle it may be. And I'm sort of living in that ecosystem right now. So to answer your question, Prince, why I'm not jumping ship now and going and traveling is I, I really want to get this experience helping out entrepreneurs and realizing and seeing what that bigger picture looks like for a year and a half before I ultimately and say like two years from now, do try to do it myself and chase that dream. So kind of getting that knowledge and sort of building up all these like competencies I need to have as like a business professional to be able to like live out that hustle is something I'm doing now so that I can comfortably do it in the future. Getting the prereqs out the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it. it's like going back to school, man. <laughs> It is, man. And, yeah, and, and, Learn, living and learning every day, and I, you know, this is an incredibly life, inspirational place to be with some really, really smart people. So I'm fortunate to be where I am right now. That's good, man. I'm I'm glad you're in an environment where you can thrive and grow and learn and, and pick up tools and information that's going to allow you to succeed and you know move on to the next chapter whenever that time comes. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's good. I'm glad you like learning, man. Like. That's life. Like life is life is school, right? Like reality is like as a human being, we're like naturally like it's this is just period. This is a fact. It's a law of nature. Like we are naturally meant to grow as humans. And uh, I think just constantly learning and growing in that way throughout life leads to just better mental uh, stability, emotional stability and all that stuff. I know for me, like if I'm not learning new things and I don't feel like I'm growing as a person, normally that's when I'm like in like toxic times in my life. Yep. And I'm like, I'm like, why am I like, so to- why is everything just seem toxic right now? And then I'm like, I'm not growing right now, man. You know funny. what? Yeah. You know, to like echo off of that, man, what gives me the most anxiety and I'm not really an anxious person, but what gets me anxious is when I'm not learning and growing it. You can feel it, you know, have you ever felt that when it's like you're kind of yes. in this stagnant period and it's like, God, man, I, I, I want to be doing something meaningful and I want to, I want to be doing something that is impacting others. And I'm sort of doing that now with, you know, Indiegogo and also in my travels and taking on a little bit of client work here and there. It's, it's sort of a lot of this stuff is sort of feeding into each other. And it's really cool to be in a spot right now where I'm fortunate to be comfortable with what I'm doing and really learning and growing a lot. So 
um, just happy to like happy with what I've got presently. And also like friendships are cool too, man. It's cool to have friends, huh? Support <laughs> you and like do cool things with you. I mean, it, it's, it goes without saying that's obviously an important piece of, you know, learning and growing too, is surrounding yourself with people that are just as, just as fun to be around and do cool things. Yeah, dude. I wish I had friends. Um, <laughs> friends are tight, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no. Friends are friends are friends are awesome, dude. And yeah, I think growing for anyone, I think for most people, like once you get in that habit of of growth, it's like a plant, right? If you're feeding a, a plant miracle grow, or whatever you give plants, you know, fertilizer and, and 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 good water, and they start growing, they start growing really fast, and they get real beautiful and vibrant, and it's fun to watch and if you just keep feeding them quality stuff, they'll keep growing. You start feeding them garbage and watch them dwindle and, and die and get sick and, yep. and, and and rot away. And that's how I feel like as a human. And I like get off on learning. Like when I'm learning, like I feel so good because I see the results of like what I'm learning and what I'm putting into practice. And it's just like you just want more. You like start to fiend for growth. You're just like, ah, like life is getting so much yep. better yep. because of these actions that I'm taking. And then you start to prioritize those actions, you know, like on a daily basis and life becomes really cool. Man. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing thing to sort of live and realize and, you know, having this be real time right now is, is it's awesome, man. I'm, I'm glad you and I are on the same page there. Dude, absolutely. So tell me a little bit more about your traveling, you know, where have you been? Yeah. So uh, a favorite recent trip of mine was, was awesome. I, I, I think I alluded to this before, but I went to Thailand recently and it was kind of on a pretty rogue whim. I, I left my past job working at a big data company and, um, had put in two weeks and, and had this opportunity at Indiegogo lined up. And I think maybe a day after putting in that two weeks. And I, I think, yeah, it was, it was right after that. I was just like, I, I want to travel for, two, I have two weeks to, I have this two week window where I need to go somewhere. I desperately need to just make the most use of this time. And, um, I think I remember posting something on my story. Like I've got two weeks, like, man, like, where should I go? Like, I'm willing to go anywhere from like Paris to Hanoi or something like that. And a couple of my buddies in the Bay area were going to Thailand and I just kind of, I had been wanting to go to Thailand for the longest time. I'm, I'm, I'm like, like Anthony Bourdain. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's like my spirit animal man. And he, <laughs> he also is just like a big Thailand, Vietnam dude. And just <clears throat> preaches that lifestyle and the need to go visit there. And it was just sort of like all these components coming together. And I was like, yep, I'm going to go to Thailand. And another buddy of mine, um, had the same time off and we just decided to buy some flights and head out in a very short time frame And that trip was insane, man. We, I think I talked a little bit about it before, but we had very little plans. I think we flew into, we were flying in and out of Bangkok in like a 14 day window and had one night stay planned in Bangkok. And from there it was just living day by day. Should we go North? Sure. Should we, should we rent scooters and hang out in like parts North of Pi for I, like a couple days. Sure. Like, do we know where we're staying? I don't know, but we're going to figure it out. And it was literally day by day. And it's funny because we started with the two of us and we ended up meeting up with our other buddy. And he had a, met a couple friends at this hostel in Pai, Thailand, which is in the North. And 
we were then like a group of four. And then we went up north and grabbed one other person that was staying at this other hostel. And then we were five. And we were, dude, we were this like scooter gang. And then (laughs) the scooter gang lived on and we were just riding around parts of northern Thailand. And then we had these rough plans to go visit this epic spot called Khao Sak, which is in the southern part of Thailand. And by like roadways or whatever you would call them in Thailand, it takes like 18 hours to get there. But we were flying south. So we met up with another homie down there. And miraculously, this group we were hanging out with north met up with us after like an insane amount of travel time in Khao Sak. So we all like reunited at this epic national park in the southern part of Thailand somehow. And at that time, we were eight people deep. And it was just like, it was crazy, man. It was like, one by one, people were just like kind of hopping on this stoke train. And ultimately, it was just this full blown locomotive, man. It was it was crazy. Dude, that sounds like such an epic adventure. Like, I'm like, yeah, really jealous of like, <laughs> I'm like, no plan. That sounds like my kind of, dude, I, the plans give me anxiety. So dude, I'm the, I I'm not, straight up, plans, I'm not the guy. Man, that I, oh man. And I, I think I was talking about this with, um, I, I did an interview with, for like an editorial piece this morning with up rocks and like, it was there some, somebody working on their lifestyle team. But I, I think it came up where like going to spots, like, what do you do? Like, what do you plan when going to them? And I, I just remember thinking like, I, Dude, that trip, we didn't go to spots, man. Like we were literally just stumbling upon like epic locations and getting recommendations from locals and just literally living, man. I I can't describe well enough or, you know, I, I really can't put into words how cool it was to just live that day by day life. And I know that's not something you can do all the time. But man, for, for two weeks, man, we were, we were living. It was, it was really cool. And that's definitely to answer your question. One of the most memorable recent trips I've been on for that reason. That's, that's the entrepreneurial spirit right there. Just uh, <laughs> seriously figuring it out as yeah. you go. Like, I mean, yep. that's, no one has the answers. There's no, there's no book you can read. That's just going to oh give you the answer to launch no. the business. So you just kind of got it. Like, it's just an adventure. It's just like, dude, Hopefully you have a toolbox and know how to use it and <laughs> you're going to have to just figure it out along the journey. You know? Oh man, dude, that's, that's funny. You link that back to like, you know, that entrepreneurial spirit, man. You're, it's crazy. You're, you're at gas stations asking people for directions. How do I get here? How do I, in, in you're literally communicating in gestures. It's just, it's amazing what travel like that can do for your confidence and your, you know, ability to solve problems. It's just so cool to see, all of those experiences come together. All of those experiences come together and sort of turn you into the human being you are. It's, it's pretty, pretty awesome, man. It's inspiring. So, Brian, what did you what did you learn on this trip? What did you take away? Man, being present. Can't remember if we touched on this piece before, but dude, it's um, we do live in a day and age where you know being on your mobile device and laptop and whatever is it's it's crucial to making money and, you know, providing a means of income for yourself and working and all that stuff is becoming especially more dominated by being on your devices and taking a step away from that and being ultra present in the moments you're blessed with, you know, at that time, linking this back to the Thailand trip where, you know, that really hit home for me, man. I, 
just I, I don't think I've spent that much time away from my phone in as long as I can remember. And that's sort of the foundation of why travel is so beautiful. And, you know, time away from devices and technology is just so, so crucial to being being present where you are. I, uh, <clears throat> I couldn't agree more. I think phones are great, right? Everything's great. Technology. I love technology. I'm not an anti-technology. I'm not anti-cell phones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like getting on my grandpa pedestal. They're like, Oh, stay away from your phones. They're bad from you. Like, dude, they're, they're great. They, they, they allow you to link up with people and places yeah. you wouldn't imagine. But you know, when you're with them, man, enjoy those moments. You know, I, I think it's more or less, it's it, people need to understand that these are just tools. Mm -hmm. And that's all it is. It's a tool. It's not a vice. Once it becomes a vice and you're in trouble, like when you're addicted to your phone, when you're laying in bed and you're, you know, there's, <laughs> there's nothing for you to do, right? You have, you have that, you have that blank five seconds of nothing. And you're like, your first thing is like, uh, I need to look at Instagram because I have nothing to do. Like, yo, relax, step back. Yeah. Have a problem. Look yourself in the mirror and work it out because, uh, you should be able to sit alone in silence and relax and think and reflect and do whatever like you your cell phone is you know it's just a tool so use it to execute things but you know don't let it become a vice or an addiction yeah uh, because it is for a lot of people sadly you know i just read a, a huge article about it and uh it's sad like you know like people are dude, they're stuck on those phones like it's a problem yeah no it's it's sad that that's what you know part of people's lives comes to and that's mm. it's that's really, that's unfortunate. And I, it's not that I'm, I don't want to hold out a bunch of pity for that, but it's, you know, I can see how that happens and I empathize with, you know, folks that struggle with that. So, you know, I hope, I hope that, you know, one thing that people can take away from this is try to be as present as possible and, you know, take a second, read a book, stay away from your phone for a little bit. And, you know, maybe, maybe that'll change you. Dude, it's the best, you know, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm, and I'm talking, I'm not, I'm not just like, I'm speaking from historical events. Like I used to be addicted to my phone. If I had a spare second, I'm looking at my phone. If I'm walking down the street and there's no one to talk to and I'm not doing anything, guess what I do? Like by, by default, without even thinking about it, I just <laughs> pull out my phone. And one day I was just like, dude, this is ridiculous. Like I, I have a problem and it's really cool. Like when you can realize those types of things, right? and uh and grow and learn from them and I, I think mentally and emotionally like my relationships have grown with friends family girlfriends buddies etc life gets better you have more time to read and grow and focus yep. on things that matter with your free time rather than spending all your free time looking at social media or notifications because dude those notifications i turn them off they will oh, suck man. your life oh. away notifications <laughs> are bad news bro <laughs> Yeah. No, it's cool that you had that sort of self-awareness to realize that, though. You know, that's something a lot of people can't quite get themselves. So, you know, that's a that's a big stepping stone you took. So that's that's admirable. That's cool. Absolutely. What's uh, what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite quote or anything? Oh, man. God, I, I don't have any favorite quotes, man. I wish I could share some with you. Who, who inspires you? Man, I, I, I think I mentioned him before, but dude, Anthony Bourdain. Bro, that guy is just an absolute life crusher. He's, I mean, he's a, he's a hustler. He's an entrepreneur. He was working a, like shitty restaurant business for 
however many years it was, was like addicted to drugs for a little while and ultimately built this life traveling and documenting moments, man, that guy can tell a story. And, um, I'd say one of the reasons he's one of my inspirations is because he goes to places and man, does he dig deep and tell really rich, compelling stories of not only what is the foundation of what he does is, you know, experience great food from various parts of the world. But he, you know, he started doing shows more telling the stories of the people behind what make these dishes so amazing and what, why these flavors are so good. And I, I just admire him for many reasons. You know, one is just, he's so, he's such a wacko and, you know, such a free spirit. And I love that about him, but I also just love how sentimental he can, he doesn't necessarily show up, but he does get that way when he's talking about stuff he gives a shit about. And it's really, really cool to see somebody that travels in that way. And that's sort of been an inspiration for me as a traveler and like a, businessman and beyond you know he's 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 a real dude it's really it's really cool having inspirations like that to look up to because it, it really helps to have someone that inspires you and then you, you have something to base off you have something you have someone to base what you're doing off of it's nice to be able to reverse engineer it's like okay how did he create the success what's his format like you're like watching his show it's like what's the content format this is how yep. he sets the hook this is how he goes about it okay i may not want to create a show around food but i may want to do a show one day or i may want to create content like this one day and i want my content to be great and he obviously does an amazing job because i love his content so what can i learn from what he does and taken into my business and i think everyone should have that mindset like i'm not saying like everything you should do should be about uh, learning, like I, I mean, I, th I mean, I don't know. Some people think that way. I guess I'm one of those. <laughs> I do. I love entertainment too. It's not like everything I do. I'm like constantly trying to like get value out of it. It's like, oh, where's the value? Where's the value? But uh, it's not a bad idea if there's something you're really into. Like obviously they're doing something right. It sucked you in, and yep. so uh, what can you, you know, what can you take away from that and and, and learn and, and and bring into your business or life or whatever it may be. Yeah, man, that guy is just built and a wildly impressive brand for himself. And it's just, it, there's a lot of notes you can take from that dude and other dudes in his sort of niche and genre. That's it's awesome stuff to sort of, <laughs> I don't like consuming a whole lot. It's, you know, it's something I try to stay away from, but man, his shows are just rich. And I, I, you know, from a learning standpoint, from a learning standpoint, Prince, <laughs> from a learning and growing standpoint, I mean, geez, the, the guy, the guy slays it. So shout out, shout out Bourdain. Hey, shout out Bourdain, shout out high growth, creative lifestyle, entrepreneurs <laughs> around the creation. world. <laughs> Photography buzzwords, let's go. The ultimate content creation growth program with Prince McClinton. <laughs> it's my so, new course. With your, with your guest, Brian Shorsky. <laughs> Brian Shorsky, here we go, baby. So you already got it. We have the program down, dude. Let's do yep. it. Yep, yep. It's, like it's a live like Ty well. Lopez in no time. We'll be on YouTube talking about Bitcoin. Uh, anywho... <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> uh, dude, it's been fun chatting with you. Before we wrap this up, I, I'd love for you to to leave some some insight for the AOV community. The way that I end uh, every podcast, as you know, because you listen to them, which is really cool. Yeah, I'd love for you just to wear, you know, share some inspiring words with the community. And yeah, man, take the floor, dude. Man, you get you've given me a platform to preach. Um, yeah, and I'd say and it, these are these are it's sort of topics we've sort of touched on, but maybe I can articulate them on them a little better is be present, man. 
no, note number one, I think we already elaborated on that. Two, appreciate the people you're around. Don't be messing around on your phone all the time. Share those moments with them. You may not, you know, you, may, you know, like people don't, people aren't around forever. Cherish your friendships. Um, also, man, the locations you go to. It's not about location, location, location. It's about the journey. You know, that's a little cliche, but it's it's really about the story of how you're going to these places. Why are you doing that? Why, you know, why are you with the people, the group of people you're with? Um, sort of be conscious of all those things. And from a photography standpoint, I think that'll really get your creative juices flowing a little better than the focus on setting up shots and um, sort of architecting this, you know, sort of image you had in your head for six months. I think one of the most important things for me in learning and growing as a photographer and, you know, from a life standpoint is really just forcing myself to be in the moment and soak that up and share it with cool people and appreciate the journey, man. The one, two, three punch. Yeah. Be present, appreciate your folks around you and appreciate the journey. Love it. That's beautiful. We should change your handle to the Buddha Explorers. <laughs> Buddha Explorers, man. Buddha at Buddha Explorers. <laughs> Wow, taking notes, man. See, I'm learning and growing from you, bro. Hey, bro, we got a new business. You're just gonna help everyone become present and, and find their inner peace. You help creators find inner peace. The brand is strong, baby. Uh, Buddha Explorers. <laughs> Dude, it was really great chatting with you, man. Thank you for listening. Please share the Art of Visuals podcast with your friends and make sure to hit that subscribe button. Sharing is caring. You can follow Art of Visuals on Instagram at Art of Visuals or sign up for the Art of Visuals newsletter on artofvisuals.com. Join us next episode for more. But until then, let's continue to visually inspire the world together.